evening good oh. afternoon ladies and gentlemen he couldn't hold it he couldn't get it he couldn't hold it to get too excited he's he's been chilling all day long and of course it's showtime and now he wants to get all rambunctious boys and girls ladies and gentlemen you guys already saw him on the live stream on saturday there he is live live and well old beckett tiger look at the man already pissed off he didn't like the string he's got the onesie on he's he's vibing boys he's running right, a high tree come get your son yeah. babe <laughs> he is not he's not I think he's hungry to be honest with you I think homeboy's a little ready ready to rock and roll so he's not feeling it he's not feeling it boys and girls I'll be right back <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen boys and girls <laughs> children of all ages apparently uh, welcome back to another high top sports episode Happy Wednesday. My goodness, we have got one hell of a, a show for you. Uh, gosh, what what a weekend of college football. Alabama can't hold their own. Clemson can't hold their own. Oh, my, 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 my. And the chat is already getting crazy. Definitely Holly's fault. Love in there. Yeah, oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. We got, we got some Audra love in there. She's already seeing the grandkid. She's uh, she's getting wild. Uh Shelton, we, we, we just got our uh, – look, look. the first couple times that you and I did this show, if we went back and we looked at it, like, and we have before, we, we did this in a couple of anniversaries of ours, right? We went back and we looked at the first couple of times that you and I got on camera, we got on the microphone, and we just said, you know what we're going to do? It's going to be idiots. And my gosh, we were idiots. Um, so, Still are. Look. Yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. But look, this was uh, this was Beckett Tiger's big moment. Look, that is true. First time, first time for everything, boys. He did steal the show. Back at this, he's going to look back at this and be like, "I was an idiot. I was an idiot. Horrible timing." He uh, he was he was he was vibing. I think he was he's getting a little he's a little hungry. So it is what it is. But uh, (laughs) the the support from everybody's been absolutely incredible. You guys have been great. Uh, I feel like we've been we've been MIA for a little bit. Uh, but it's good to get back in the groove. I had to take a, a little power nap before I got on here because it's been a long couple of days, but a good a good long. So um, it's been fun. You guys, I've seen your messages um, when I can. So, again, I appreciate the love and support. Beggar Tiger feels that we feel it. So thank you, guys. I, I appreciate it. But let's get into it. Let's talk some football, boys and girls. The Gators are back. I was fired up this weekend. Not saying Becca had anything to do with it, a little bit of luck, but I'm not saying he didn't either. Uh, we'll, we'll dive into Florida versus South Carolina. Can't wait to, to slam Spencer Rattler. Uh, recruiting's heating up a little bit. We got some big visits this weekend. Um, not official, but just visits in general. Uh, Bama goes down against LSU, which makes Florida makes the Florida situation not look as bad. And we'll talk about that as well, too. Uh, number crunch, that's old. Uh, hot takes. And then, of course, we'll do pickums. I had a bomb week last week. Felt pretty good about oh. that. So pretty, pretty jazzed up. Pretty, pretty pumped about that. So. We're going to go in all that stuff, but let's say hey to the chat. I know you were kind of saying what's going on to everybody, but let's say hey. Thank you guys for stopping by. We got a busy show already. I love it. Um, Brandon Curry, you guys going to be the South Carolina game? No. Unfortunately, I've got the little little one, so I will be streaming live. I will be streaming live with little man and uh, you family and co, so obviously I didn't stream this past Saturday. People messaging me like, yo, you going live? Like, a little busy. (laughs) Look, look, caught up. We'll tie it up. We'll caught up. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure what the hospital Wi-Fi allows. <laughs> uh, yeah. For uh, for streaming purposes, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so fly, Coach One X. What's going on, man? Landon. What's going on, man? Good evening, Bubba. Chris Sorley. What's up, big dog? How you doing, man? Um, 
He says, does the newly appointed president for UF love football? LOL, a, uh, a lot of students down here did not like the hire. Uh, we'll get into, we'll get into. I saw that. I kind of been a little MIA, obviously, but uh, I did see that. Uh, now Sean has to wait four to six weeks. <laughs> B-Bean, wow. <laughs> uh, Reaver, what's going on, man? Todd Freeman, let's go. Mr. Nobody, I do a big dog. Brandon, Jordan Dargan, <laughs> Zach, buddy. Zach Driggers says, I'm scaring him. It's me. It's 100% you. He's been fine this entire time. Literus, Fish Reef, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Travis, how you doing, big dog? Dennis, Zach, Mama, Adrian, how we doing, boys? Johnny, Garapola. He's, cr he's crying because of Holly. Cody, yeah, Co so Co shout out to Cody. He got him the little beanie. It fits like a glove. It's honestly only one of the few beanies that does fit fit him pretty well. Most of them don't fit that well, so uh, that was good to see. Josh, Rob S., how you guys doing, boys? Welcome to the stream. Appreciate appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. Dominic, how you doing, big dog? He lost this weekend in fantasy football. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, yeah I don't think know, I didn't. I thought he's been, he's been suspectively like, quiet. Like, wow. Yeah, don't think I didn't see that, oh. big boys. I love it. I love it. All right, boys and girls, let's get into it. Let's dive into the show. Uh, obviously, Florida versus South Carolina this week, which is going to be another big one for us. It's at home. It's our last home game. It's our last home game. It's been a great season for home games, in my opinion. It's been fun. It's been fun to go to the few that we went to go to. Um, this is going to be a big game to be able to, to lay down Spencer Rattler. I think, I think South Carolina is a good team. I think we can beat them. But I do think they're a good team. Now, there's a few things out. Uh, Jaquavion Frazier, he is out. He had a big game last week, 50 yards, a touchdown. He was my dark knight, if you don't recall, for the for this year to have a breakout season. Um, didn't really have a breakout season, but that was a good sign of what we saw against Texas A&M with Shorter being out. Shorter will walk for senior day, but not quite sure if he's going to play yet. So Caleb Douglas is looking. He's like he's getting the bump on the depth chart. We saw him against with, um, what's his name, uh, Kitna against Eastern Washington, did a great job there. So I'm not too concerned with these guys stepping up. I'm actually excited to see them step up. Um, where we kind of, you know, what I loved in the Texas A&M game, we didn't really talk about it, you and I, we didn't have a show on Sunday, is the adjustments that were made at halftime. So that was great to see, and it's 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 looking like guys are starting to buy in. I know that Brenton Cox had a lot of people kind of, that decision had people questioning and a little concerned. I think the people like myself who've been bought into the Billy culture and built and bought into the process Loved it, and we're expecting something like this to happen in what shape or form. We didn't know, but we ex expected it, anticipated it, and loved it. And what we saw on Saturday is what we were waiting for and expecting to happen. Uh, so it was good to see that nobody had anything to say. I mean, a lot of Facebook pages, a lot of groups, there wasn't much negativity. Nobody could really say anything. Now, Texas A&M did have a lot of people out. It doesn't really matter. You got to go out there and play with what you're given. So, again, huge for us, but... It's going to be a tough one, I think, against South Carolina. South Carolina has some big wins under their belt. Some days, they're, they're, they're honestly, they remind me of us. Some days it looks like they got it, and they, they've got what it takes, and then some days it's like, where did you guys go? What happened? And, go ahead. No, so, right now, uh, according to ESPN, you guys are, are scheduled to win that game by 70%. However, it just it, it feels like you guys are... are more athletically inclined like if you can get your your quarterback in the mode that he was i mean my gosh if you're in the discord if you're on this channel at any point in time people have been saying get anthony richardson the ball with his legs sure. and i don't know if it's it's the fact that like texas a&m just decided that they don't know how to defend that or maybe billy made some adjustments but uh but you know it, it felt like 
there was an adjustment from game to game in in, in doing what what maybe Florida's strength is. And the coach finally said, "Okay, we're going to go with this." But I mean, like it, it, it looked good. It looked good. I, I was impressed by by what they did. They, they they were dominant from the beginning to the half. They came out from the half, and then they they went right back at it, and they they just didn't slow down. And it felt it, the, the game never felt out of position. I mean, they, they um, shut so, the Aggies so well out. Done. They shut them out in the second yeah. half. And another thing is too, it felt like things finally finally kind of set in. So Billy's been working on you know developing his process and having guys buy into him and trust him and with. With the changes that happened with Brent Cox, it felt like, and it was on, only on the defensive side of things, but it kind of just, again, there's a lot of talk that he was a cancer, and it seems like that cancer, when it went away, things kind of just fell into motion. Ricky Pearsall was was more involved, three catches for 65 yards, three rushes for 34 yards. Anthony had seven carries for 78 yards. Trevor had 17 carries for 80 yards, and Montreal had 22 for 100 yards. So any which way we were doing it, we were moving it. You know what I'm saying? And again, Jaquavion Frazier's with four catches for 50 yards and a tutty. Uh, Caleb Douglas even had three catches, and he wasn't even starting. So guys are starting to get, get into motion, and these are not necessarily Billy's guys, but uh, they're the younger guys where they've been able to. Like, they're not really on the on the way out. They don't have that senior, that, that ego about them. Um, so I love seeing it. Trevor just looks better and better each and every day. My goodness, we should be excited uh, for Florida football to have that kid. He it's with week in and week out, he is showing progression. And I, I love watching him play because it's not like, hey, the, the O line is doing a phenomenal job. Yes. But he is just making moves. He is making the, the, the reading the correct routes, just putting people on his uh on the on their on their backs, breaking their ankles. The kid looks good. It looks really, really good. Um and I I love seeing it. Um to that point, so Montreal Johnson right now has 92 carries for 549 yards, he's averaging six per carry. Um, the 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 second highest on the team is Richardson, but that's that's been because he broke off these 85 yard runs, these 80 sure. yard runs, 65 yard runs. But I mean, the the next person on the on your your rushing statistics is Trevor. He's got 81 carries, so essentially 20 less. And he's he's averaging five point eight with four touchdowns. So your leading rusher is it, you know, six yards per carry. Your second leading rusher is five point eight. Your leading rusher has eight touchdowns. Your second leading has four. I, that that's that looks like balance to me. Sure, that it's, sounds like balance to me. And then you sprinkle in that quarterback that may or might not be able to. To, to, to throw that 80-yard run, 60-yard run in there. I still I think what also is happening, too, I saw a little bit of the press conference. Montreal basically kind of gave a little, like, wink to Anthony. was like, hey, you're coming back next year, right? Because, look, and we've been saying this, too, is if we can get, get some get some things moving, we, we see the class that's coming in, and we I believe that some of those guys coming into the class are going to make an immediate impact right away. And, look, there's no reason why you can't go get it done. I know, I know I'm speaking a little ahead of myself. I get it, and I can get a little flack for this, but the, what, that's what's great about college football is it's it's year to year. It's it's so it changes so much. The scheme of things change so much. I mean, this year was was last year was a rebuild year for Bama, and look what happened this year. What is it? Just a, a double rebuild? You know what I mean? 
Georgia, look, Georgia's going to be in a weird state next year, losing sets in Bennett. I mean, Georgia's Georgia, so they're going to be like that new Bama in a sense where they've got guys coming in and they're not going to lose a lot, but they're going to be more beatable, and they were beatable this year, right? I think I'm still... Tennessee showed their colors. Rocky Top showed their colors last Saturday. I've been preaching it for a couple days now. Glad, glad to know that I was right. I, I, hey, I didn't get to talk much about it, but I saved the receipts, baby. I, y'all were, I didn't hear a, I didn't hear shit from nobody. All y'all Tennessee fans in the chat, where you at? You're nowhere to be found. Yeah, y'all know who I'm talking about. I, I saved the receipts. So, we'll uh, let me we'll check. S- hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, me, let, let me check the chat. You're not gonna find anything. It's like it's like trying to find a fan at a Miami game. There's nothing there. They're just it's empty. It's they're they're gone. Oh, speaking of Miami, well, yeah. Speaking well, of Miami, since apparently my live video, that a couple of people who were on this channel, they were, were there. Uh, were were yeah, they were there. I saw you guys. Like I, Shelton and I cannot figure out what I did something wrong. I'm just going to call it out. I did something wrong. I'm not going to blame it on YouTube. It's like it never existed. Gonna, <laughs> it's just it's, like it's, a, it's the most amazing thing ever. But I broke down. My gosh, I broke it down, and it's it, people were people were saucy. People were into it. Oh my goodness, Tennessee! Nope, nope. nope there's Georgia. no Tennessee. There's no Tennessee fans in here, but we'll get into that too. Obviously, the playoff. I want to talk about the playoffs in a little bit and kind of how that's going to look out, how that's going to measure out. Could three SEC teams make it into the championship now based on what's going on? How how does that work out? It's going to be fun to talk about here in a minute, but um, look, I, I'm excited for this weekend. Is Do we have a spread on this weekend? I know you got the pick ready to rock. Do you have that queued up so we can see what's going on and we can talk about that for a quick second? I don't, I don't uh, want to know your pick. I just want to know if, for, for my opinion, Florida right. should be, they should be favored. But was, uh, I, I mean, if I had eight. a guess, it's a touchdown. Okay. By eight. Yeah, by eight. Okay. That's, that's, that seems reasonable. That seems reasonable. Look, but if you're South Carolina, this is this is a big game for you. Um, and this is this is going to be a big game for us. It's going to make us bowl eligible and, and kind of set the tone. So, uh, look, I would like to win the next three. I think Texas A&M, at the beginning of the year, I picked us to lose this game. So, now, I also picked us to win a few games that we didn't win. But look, and I, I, I was saying this, I was saying this before it happened, and now look where we're at. I said, hey, the three losses that we have, right, are to three top 10 teams. LSU, who is now possibly going to be in a college football playoffs situation. Hold on. Tennessee, who is, who is possibly going to be in a college football playoff. And Georgia, who more than likely will be in a college football playoff. And then obviously Kentucky, right? I've been saying this for a long time. Now, the other part of it is like, well, how how can LSU be this good after their first year? People were still kind of using that comparison. Look, there's there's still there's a talent gap there. It wasn't like Ed Orgeron just left left the, the place flooded with nonsense. Um, it wasn't like he just wasn't no. doing. It wasn't a damn well situation. Exactly the opposite. And, and look, Brian Brian <laughs> like Kelly Burrow left all these guys like uh, Jamar Chase. Like, like think about any NFL wide receiver that went to LSU. In the in the last I don't know two years there uh, there is just a countless number in running backs their entire offense left their offensive coordinator left like you couldn't have found a worse opportunity for like one team to transition from good to bad but they, and, but that was but now but now they're whoa, starting whoa. To, they're starting to come back up I mean this is this is their swing up this this yep. I mean they, they still were recruited it was like I wasn't doing anything look and credit to Brian Kelly Brian Kelly's doing a great job. It, it, fact of the matter is, and the guy knows how to coach. I mean, he, it wasn't like he was just nobody coming in. He was he was a big hire for LSU. 
And so again, a lot of people are saying, why didn't Florida go after him? I, no matter, I, I don't care about the success for LSU this year. I still wouldn't want Brian Kelly. Now, could I could I eat my words in a Good few asshole. years? Yeah, could I eat my words in a few yeah. years? Brian Kelly gets a few natties, and we're still sitting here talking about the process, possibly. But I, I don't think so. I'd rather build something of that that lasts for the long haul than than you know again a lightning in the bottle situation. And I feel like LSU might be might be that again. They might be the a, another version of Tennessee. And again, I'm not being this is me being like a hater or just talking smack to talk smack. I'm just. Just from what I'm looking at. All right, real quick, we have some super chats here from Ben Smith. It says, congratulations on the baby. Good to see the defense finally showed out. You know what they say, chickens, chickens, gator bait. Let's go Gators. Yes, they did a great job. I mean, to, to keep Texas A&M shut out Saturday uh, was 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 phenomenal. I, was, I, I loved seeing that. I love the adjustment. This is what I always talk about. It, week in and week out, I just want to see something new. I want to make sure, I want to see that we're getting better. And this is the first week that I felt by quarter by quarter, we got better. And again, to me, I think I credit to that to Billy in a sense of you got rid of the cancer in the locker room. People are bought in now, and the train looks like it might have left the station, boys. It, it looks like things could start heating up here. Look, FSU looked really good this weekend, too. That game it, that game went from being kind of like a laughing stock of like which team's going to suck worse to where it's going to come down to like back in the day. It's like who's going to ruin whose season? Who's it's who's going to get the last laugh? Because, look, both, both teams – both teams are more likely going to find themselves in a bowl game because you guys are six and three. Or are you five and four too? Yeah, yeah. Six oh, and three. We're officially, yeah, we're officially bowl eligible. So you're already there. You're already there. So I'm more than likely. I think. I mean, Florida beats Vandy. We're in there too. But the level of bowl is going to matter, right? And again, who just has the best record at the end, end of the year, um, or whoever just holds the the Florida crown because you guys beat Miami, and if we beat you guys, then obviously it's Miami doesn't even exist anymore. So it, yeah. it's gonna it's that game just became a lot more important, which I love. I feel like for the last few years it's been a little boring, but this this year it reminds us back in the old days where it's like it's going to be a dicey one. It's going to it's gonna, hands are going to be thrown. <laughs> yeah, Steve, so, Steve, so Steve year, might go MIA was, for a little bit, or I might go so MIA. Last year, yeah, or, or yeah, or even. Uh, but last year it was like both teams were five and whatever going into the game, and unfortunately, whoever won was going to a bowl. That was that was how bad it was. Yes, <laughs> in Florida, Florida won. They beat FSU, um, so they went to a bowl game. But it's different this year. Like, there's a different pulse. FSU feels like they're good. They have a good quarterback. They have good talent. They have a great running game, which we, you know, we we just showed against Miami. I just want to point this out real fast. We beat a team forty-five to three and only threw the ball nineteen times. You guys did well. So, Steve, yeah. Steve's so, on a high. We got to be careful, boy. Steve's. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No, because I'm. I'm worried about Syracuse. I'm. Just, I know that sounds dumb, but like for for Florida, like that game is going to matter to us for for both for both reasons. It, we're both going to be bowl eligible. It's just a pride thing. It's a Friday game. It's the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, there's just going to be a lot of emotions going with that, and both teams, their trajectory right now is up. Both teams' trajectory is up. Billy is doing a great job at Florida. He didn't recruit any of these damn kids, and he's doing what he's what, what he can do with what he has. He's getting rid of some cancers in the locker room, which is going going to have a larger impact on what the 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 output was for the kid on the field. Trust me, that stuff matters. Uh, Norvell had to do the same thing when he got to Florida State. He had to get rid of some of the the the, the, the cancers in the locker sure. room that, that 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 Willie left, and it's it, you look at it, 
you know, after one game for you guys or after, you know, two years for us. And you start to realize you get the guys who are bought in and they play their asses off sure. to these coaches. They play their sure. asses off to these coaches. And look, I'm 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 happily looking forward to the Florida Florida State game. It's going to be a great not time. Because I th- not because I think that Florida State's going to win, because I think, no, I think it's any, it's any, yeah. on, the, on a positive trajectory. And I'm, I'm Very happy much. to see us both getting better. Yep. And I th- look, I think it's there's going to be some honor and there's going to be a little bit of ego and shit talking, but that's what makes those games. Sure. Like you, you, as a fan, you, it, it, rolling teams over, I mean, it's fun every now and then, but like it, it, you like a good game. But real quick, though, huge shout out. To uh, to the man Rob S for a fifty dollar super chat, incredible dude! Like, thank you so much for the for the love and, and support, Woo. man. I appreciate Not it. Not to be outdone, my wow. gosh! And hold the beer, Cody. Cody Bullgator says diapers for BT and go Gators. Wow, you guys are incredible, Cody. You've been more than incredible, dude. Like this, real quick. Shout out to Cody, Cody Sprague. Cody Sprague has been. He's been a member for a very long time now. Uh, met the, met met him at well, one of the Gator games. I can't remember which one it is. We got him some shirts because this, the shirt that he got was messed up. Uh, but he's just been great this entire time. We we, we know him from with his son playing football, Bubs, and it's just you, we we have a little family here, and it's really cool. Uh, they he, and Cody's been nothing but supportive. And I, I when when I had the kid, I was like, can somebody go pick up his jersey for me that that they got me <laughs> that the, the chat got me uh, his number one jersey. I wanted to have it in the room, but we ended up just getting the onesie instead but um I, cody i appreciate you man you're, you're absolutely incredible dude and i appreciate your your love and support for this channel th- this entire time I, I can't thank you enough man it means a lot i've been very emotional lately so i can't get too much further because i'm gonna start crying it's been a hell of a hell of a week boys hell of a week becoming a dad um all right so let's uh let's see what you guys are saying really quick i, I saw you we're, we're all chit-chatting um you guys are let's see here thank you cj appreciate it man um Rob Sale. Muddy Waters says, uh, Muddy Waters says, uh, still sucks that Tennessee, LSU, FSU, and Georgia will have made the playoffs before Florida. Okay. Uh, so Tennessee hasn't made uh, it yet, okay. but he's, 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 I'm assuming he's assuming, but yes, it, it, it is rough that Florida has not even made, had an opportunity to make the playoffs yet. It is, it does sting. It does. Look, we've been irrelevant for a while. Like, it, it's hard to, it's hard to say that, but it's it's facts. It's very it's Look, factual. Buddy, one thing I will say, like for FSU, FSU got the first. Okay, so we won the national championship in thirteen, and then there was the playoff system uh, in fourteen, and we lost that awful game to Oregon, and then Oregon got the the crap kicked out of them. To me, uh, the playoff didn't exist then. But I, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Uh, sure. FSU actually made the first playoff, but to me, it was. Ugly. Nah. Um, real quick, so let's let's talk about recruiting news for a little bit. So you guys are talking about in the chat too with Hugh Hath, uh, Hugh, Hugh Hathcock, where he tweeted out tomorrow's gonna be a good day for Gators. Um, could it mean for recruiting? I don't know because I know that he does a little bit of like they're not connected with the collective. They are they are they're like they they coexist. Uh it's it's a it's a bigger donation. So technically they can't be that involved with recruiting if it's my understanding. I could be wrong here, but he could be getting a little bit of Ruiz in him, where he's trying to get more involved. And what what could it mean? I, and this is where I wanted to talk about recruiting heating up because high school football is over. Showtime now. Uh, I talked with Papa Stokes today. Marcus is already talking to multiple, um, uh, basically 
campaign or social media managers to help him with that situation. So these kids are starting to get in the move, starting to get in the groove of things. It's, it's starting now. So we're going to probably see more and more kids are obviously start committing. Now signing days is less than a month away. Or it's actually a little bit, a little bit farther than a month away. So, but I expect those things to start picking up very quickly with guys starting to drop the little juice here to get all of the momentum in the world for that signing day. Uh, speaking of, we've got a big visit this weekend. Five-star Desmond Ricks, who we've been having eyes on. Right now, it's looking like an LSU land. Five-star cornerback, Desmond Ricks. Was, was, wasn't he the recruit that like, <laughs> left us in July? Yes. Yeah, he broke up with you guys. Yeah, okay, okay. I just want to make sure they're the same guy. So he's he's visiting this weekend, um, and then he'll also have his official visit in December, December 2nd. Uh, what's what's cool is my little brother, he's actually visiting this weekend, an unofficial visit, uh, quarterback. So he'll be on the field and all that stuff. He got invited to go. It's Again, it's not an official visit. He's a freshman, but uh, cool to see that he's able to go to that game as well too. So uh, big stuff there. A lot of 2024. We're starting to transition into 2024 too now, boys. This is where that we're, we're in that line where the now before I would say it doesn't matter, right? But now we're starting to get into that too. And Billy has been grinding that 2024 class. Nothing committed verbally yet, but a lot of people are just loving what's going on with the energy. Again, I think this class, how it ends up, is going to impact that class. In, in my opinion, we'll see. But big stuff there. Um, the number one JUCO interior offensive lineman. It has been a consistent uh, communication with Rob Sale as well too, um, so that's good to see. I know uh, who do, like we pulled some big uh, someone from from JUCO just this last year, and those some, we you pull some studs out of there. So, so Sheldon, I, I have some breaking news. I, I want to put this out there real fast for you. What happened? Okay, so like I, I'm a I'm a I'm a graceful winner when it comes to you know like beating let's say Miami. But every once in a blue moon, I like to dive into the belly of the beast to hear how they're dealing with a loss. I don't know. It hurts. So sometimes I sometimes their their loss is almost as important as my victory. So I dove into the on three Miami Hurricane message board. <laughs> And I may or may not have paid extra money <laughs> to see what they're talking about. I just You're want to put it out there. I want to point it out there. I know I never said a word. I'm okay. all. Okay. I'm, I, I'm just back there. I'm just reading. But I want to point it out there that there are multiple threads on that website that think that Marcus Stokes is a potential quarterback commit for the University of Miami. They they are so desperate right now. I, 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 let, me, let me move my hands. This is under the microphone. Let me move my hands. They have Rashad. They are so desperate. That they, 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 they're, they're, they think that they're getting uh, Everyone. Marcus. And, and yeah, yeah, because, you know, Rue has money. And I'm telling you, like, it, it, there, there are multiple threads on how it's going to be a, 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 you know, a freshman uh onboarding of who's gonna who's gonna play <laughs> whether it's whether That's, it's uh I love it. or <laughs> Marcus Stokes and I just I mean it's it's one of the Mar funniest things Marcus right? ain't going nowhere and, I just sit back and I read it and I'm like oh should I tell him but then I don't wanna I don't want to blow my cover right <laughs> but it, but if it gives you any idea how wild that Miami fans are right now on just 
we need a quarterback. Every quarterback on the roster is horrible. You know, even if we throw the ball to a wide receiver, they can't catch it. Miami is in complete and utter disrepair. Well, they they they're they're struggling. They're very upset. But uh, so look, the, the the number one the number one uh, interior offense lineman from JUCO that would be another big pick because obviously our class right now it, it consists of Najee, Bryce Lovett, and Roger Kearney. Uh, we, we, we've talked about the lack of offensive linemen and needing more guys to come in. So that would be a big pull. And again, this is kind of, we, we see Bailey and the team utilizing other portals in a sense to build this team up and back to where they want it to be. Because look, I mean, right now our best player on the offensive side, in my opinion, is Osiris Torrance, who obviously was a transfer. Um, and I think if you're an O-lineman and you see the success that, that Torrance is having, how do you not want to come to Florida? It's 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 it's, it's mind blowing to me that we haven't been able to pull more because of just the success that the, the team is having from an offensive line perspective. I don't know how you don't see them like yeah I want to go play for that team, but we'll see. Hopefully things kind of start moving in the right direction. Uh, Sharif Denson has set his official visit. I know there was a, we had a little bit of a scare there for a bit, where you know is he going to go to Miami? What's going on? But it, he looks good. So again, a lot of good news. I think things are going to heat up over the next three to four or five weeks in recruiting. We got to just keep our ear down to the floor and be, be ready for anything. It's, it's, it's going to be, it it should be, and and will be, I'm hoping a a good November, a fun November. I hope, I hope November ends in, in tears of joy. And look, the November, my November started off incredible, obviously. And I hope it, it stays all the way through and goes all the way through. We, we rock and roll. So, um, let me see here. Are you in there? Are you in the thing now, Steve? What are you looking at? Um, so we have a we have a topic coming up here about uh, whether or not Bama. Are you has prepared for that? I, I, I yeah, I thought about it already. I, I read about it, but I just I just I'm, I'm actually want to put some statistics behind it. So let's. So obviously, <laughs> I mean, I, so you talk about message boards. I don't know if you saw all the Bama message boards, but they were going absolutely berserk. Calling for Sabins. I mean, fans are crazy. This is where the fanatic comes from. We've talked about a time, and it makes me kind of honestly a little more relaxed of how Florida fans are. When I saw that Bama fans were doing it, I was like, "Well, shit, you you can't please any. It's 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 inevitable now to please anybody." So, um, it, it, it's crazy to me that people are fr- frustrated. It's frustrating. I'm sure as a Bama fan, you expect to win and you want to win. So I could see why you're upset. But is it is it the end of Bama? Have people, the question I've been seeing is like, have people, is is the Alabama, is people caught up, they finally caught up to Bama's talent? Are they no longer Bama than everybody else and they get lucky? Is that where we're at? Or is Bama just having a weird year? Or is everybody just having a lightning in the bottle a year? Steve, I see the eyebrows kicking. Uh, Dude, I don't know. Look, I mean, look, this is the first year of NIL, the first, maybe the second year of NIL. And look, well said. what I think is hey, what, real quick, real quick, guys, what, we got 150 in the chat, and we just had a brand new baby on the on the stream, and we have we, we we haven't broke 100 likes yet. What's going on, here, boys? Lock it in, like and subscribe. Let's rock. And roll. Come on, let's rock and roll, oh boys. Gosh. Come on. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, uh, hit mine. Fight for FSU. Fight, baby, fight. All right, go ahead. All right, all right. So look. <laughs> So Bama was the king of college football for the longest time. Maybe they were doing NIL before NIL was legal 
I don't know, maybe a lot of colleges were. But let's be honest. Like, colleges right now are keeping up with Bama because they're able to do the same things that Bama has done under the radar. The NCAA has forgotten Alabama. They didn't care what Alabama was doing. How many kids, Henry Ruggs, how many of these kids were like taking pictures of themselves actually driving the cars that are like $60,000 cars? This went on forever. Nobody gave a hell because nobody wants to fight Nick Saban. But now that everybody can do it, Where's the advantage? I don't know, man. I don't know. You're losing your advantage. And I think Nick Saban is going to have to make a real, real tough decision on to, to find out whether or not he's the best recruiter in college football and whether or not they're going to deal these players. Are you going to deal with his bullshit? Are you going to deal with his bullshit? Like, you can go to, like, Ole Miss and be coached hard, but not have to listen to this dude in your ear because he's going to leverage you on money you can't get. Oh, yes, you can. Oh, yes, you can. Even Paul Feinbaum. Look, I despise that skinny-faced, fat-eared dude so much. I can barely stand to listen to him. But everybody in the world, for the most part, would think, because he's been such an Alabama homer that he went to Alabama. Wrongo. Wrongo. He's a graduate of the University of Tennessee. So for the last 15 years, he has dogged on his own alma mater because he knew Alabama would win. And he knew that his fan base came from Alabama people. He would do call-ins and you get these random no-tooth women who would just go off on these tangents and just like, just, well, but that's what made him his money. He was, he was just a radio guy until ESPN picked him up. He got famous because of ESPN, but he's always been this, this guy who got Alabama fans riled up, riled up, you know, we're, we're the best damn college, you know, wrap, we got wrap it up, Steve, wrap it up, Steve. Where are we at with this? So are they over? Look, no, no, they're not over. Okay. But there is going to be a transition. He's 72 years old. Uh he he's now dealing with other colleges, especially in the SEC, that have the same money. Uh Texas AM is a bad example because they went completely to hell. Yeah. But but other SEC schools have the same advantage, and he has to play them every year. I think this may be the part where you realize that he wasn't the best coach. He just had the best money, and nobody asked a question. I disagree with that. I think Saban's a great coach. I think he's put the right people around him. I think it's a combination of the people that were around him are now spread out and doing their own thing, and he, it's it's just it's attrition, right? He's going through his process, and you can only have – you know, you create so many great people and you create so many great coaches, they end up leaving and you got to start over every year. Like people don't recognize that as much as it's the players leaving, but it's the coaches that he keeps losing that he has to keep refurbishing and going through. And look, I think him being able to hold talent is a big thing too, because the running back room, quarterback room has always just been endless. It's, it's been stacked. I mean, you think about it, they had Tua, Hertz, and Mac all on one team. That's insane. If you look at, I mean, look at them now, they're, they're all in the NFL. So there's a lot of talent. <laughs> the running back room. <laughs> Goes back, goes back to like uh, Ingram to the Saints, and maybe even further back than that. Yeah, 
so the running back room has always been south. Their defense has always been south. They've always created, you know, absolute studs. Okay, some new members. Welcome to the stream, guys. Welcome to the family, boys and girls. Um, but look, I I think it, it is it over. I we we made a video a few months back where we would do a what if Wednesday, and we talked about Saban retiring, and the 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 the, 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 the thought process behind that was because of the NIL. Is he going to be able to transition and keep up? Because we we felt that he's always controlled it to an extent because he's been in it for so long. He's been grandfathered in, in a sense, and he always had his hand in the cookie jar to be able to ma manipulate things to his favor. Well, like you were saying, when you open up that cookie jar for everybody, you take away his advantage now. Is he a great coach? Sure. But he was a great coach, and he always had an, it's felt like the, the plug to the best players, and now those best players, if they don't like what they see, they're out. And an old Bama player came out and said, look, nobody, I, I, we've been preaching this from the beginning. Guys are not bought in with it, this NIL money. And it's going to be something very difficult for guys to navigate through. And somebody like a Saban, who's old school, is going to have a hard time. And that's why I came up with, my, with the video with Dion about how I, I expect him to get paid. Because who's going to manage a situation like that better than anybody else is Dion. It's he literally... It's prime yeah. time. That guy. That guy understands the process, and he understands managing, a, in a sense, a prima donna. He was one. That's exactly who he was. If you're gonna have somebody, that's, if you're gonna have prima donnas on your team, and you got to have somebody that, that knows that person, in and out, and that's where these guys are gonna be at an early. You give you give an 18 year old two million dollars in a, in, a, in a Lambo, it, it, it's you're 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 in for a disaster. You're in for a real treat. Um, real quick, I'm gonna get back to that. But TJ Liftis, congratulations. Uh, on the baby. He went to Tennessee. Yeah, sure he did. I was waiting for you to come in here, Bubba. Um, <laughs> we got a few members, though. Welcome to the welcome to becoming a member, guys. I appreciate you guys. Um, let me see here. Who would I miss? Christmas says Saban is getting old. Ben Smith says he's the best college football in history. Yes, uh, I, I agree. Um, let me see. Papa Stokes is in here. Papa Stokes, what's going on, big dog? He's on a pee break from the new Halloween movie. <laughs> I love it. I love that he, <laughs> he took a quick quick pee break really quick and, and hopped in here. Justin Go, what's going on? Welcome to the stream. Um, Jay Money says, go Gators. What's up, man? Appreciate it, Bob. Rob, Rob became a member. Thank you, Rob S. And he donated, donated today, so thank you, Rob, for that. Appreciate it. And Luke also became a member. So you guys rock. Thank you guys for becoming members. I really do appreciate it. We, Steve appreciates it. So, well, look, is it the end of Bama? Is it the end of Bama being a favorite to to be in the playoffs every year and to be one of the Final Fours? No, I don't think so. I think you're you're in a time where Tennessee has caught lightning in a bottle. Look, Georgia's Georgia. I'm not going to talk about Georgia. Georgia's Georgia. Tennessee has caught lightning in a bottle. LSU. I don't know yet. It's it's too mm. soon to call. Too soon to call. Could just be kind of catching things at the right time. Could be Brian Kelly coming in and going to give Saban some some fits. I don't know. It's the Ole first. Miss. Ole Miss, same way. Ole Miss, I think Lane Kiffin's starting to find his rhythm a little bit. I think that could be a little bit of, not lightning in the bottle, but a, a good transition year for them where they've got some older guys. But, look, he doesn't recruit anyways. Lane Kiff's got just a great you know play calling, and he works in the portal. So, Ole Miss could yep. be finding their rhythm as well. Kentucky, obviously, is doing, uh, doing well. And I think Florida's going to uh, be better. So, the SEC, and look, I'm not trolling here, Steve, because I know you like to get rowdy on this, but um, it, it's 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 proving to 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 be the best conference in football 
especially this year. Sure. You can't even argue it. Sure. It's, and I'm not just saying that. I think it, it it is it is the ACC isn't really what it is. The the Big Ten it's it's Ohio State and Michigan, but the SEC this year is thick from top to bottom, in my opinion. And you're gonna well, Florida's schedule or Florida's record sucks, but we just went over it. They, I mean, their losses are to top teams. Like it's yes. not like they have they're a bad that. they're not like a bad five and four. Right, and I'm not saying like these right. other conferences aren't that good, but look, if Saban goes, if Saban's anywhere else, Saban reigns supreme forever. But the SEC is where everyone wants to be. That's where the greats go to coach. It's either the Big Ten or the SEC right now. That's kind of the two main. Like, if you want to go be the man, that's where you're going to go. That's that's kind of the, the, the last step if you're not going to go pro. So all these great and, coaches and, are and now fun. That might be you. You might have you might have kind of hit the nail on the head. It's it, look. So let's look at the two most profitable conferences in college football. It's clearly the Big Ten. It's clearly the SEC. And then if you look at the Big Twelve, it it's the Big Twelve is only profitable because Texas made their own network. They made their own network as a team. It says, screw the rest of y'all. You're not making any money. Texas by itself, Texas Network made its own team, uh, which, you know, when it transitions to the SEC, is going to, you know, it, all that will go away. But the Big Ten, before the SEC Network became a thing, the Big Ten Network was a thing. Okay, so let's just look at the Big Ten the SEC. Let's just go down the list right now of who are in the top 10, all right? So, number one, Georgia, SEC. Number two, Ohio State, Big Ten. Number three, Michigan, Big Ten, all right? Number four, TCU, flash in the pan, right? They're not going to have the wherewithal to stay. Tennessee, five. Oregon, Pac-12. They're not going to have the longevity to stay. They're just not going to. LSU, it's seven. South Carolina, uh, USC. USC. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, USC. Uh, Trojans. Eight. Yeah. So you, you, so you have some. And is Bama nine? Teams. Bama's nine, right, or ten? Uh, they're tenth with uh with Ole Miss right behind him at eleven. So if you look at this, you're looking at two teams that have the majority of the market share within the college football realm of income, which means they're, they're even, even if you're a crappy team, like a, uh, I don't know, like a Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt's going to get a shit ton of money just because they're in the SEC, which means that Vanderbilt can keep up, keep up potentially maybe uh, with NC State. I'll just throw NC State out there. NC State doesn't have a huge alumni. North Carolina does. But NC State doesn't have a huge alumni. Vanderbilt's a private college. It's essentially the equivalent of Miami. But Vanderbilt's going to always have so much money because of that alliance. So I, I think what we're looking at is if we if we want to say that BAM is over, no, it's not over. If we want to look and say, like how how are certain colleges going to have longevity and how are certain ones going to not? I, I think you really just have to look at the way that the the balance of money comes in. I need to see another year of Bama to determine whether or not that their that their season that their the Bama runs over. If they did this again, I like yeah, they they, they they got caught up. Everyone's caught up now, and now it's gonna come down. Look, 
Because before I always say like the teams would get close to Bama and, and Saban would pull through with coaching. But now it's he's trying to coach us through coach himself through and be able to keep up with the talent on the other side of the field because it's just that close. But uh, you can't it, you, you can't Ohio State and Michigan are in the top six of of college football recruiting right now. Like so you're not you're not getting ahead of these guys year after year after year. Now Texas I mean, they, A&M they had they had they have been. I mean Bama has always been ahead of those guys. Um, but, but again, they're catching up. Those guys aren't necessarily much of an impact because they're in the Big Ten, right? But it's the LSU's, the Florida's, the A&M's, the Georgia's. Those guys start creeping up in the top five, and you've got Georgia, Bama, LSU, Florida, A&M, Tennessee, all in the top ten of recruiting. Yeah, then it's going to be close. Then it's going to be close. Okay. Um, so let's do let's do a hot take really quick on the for the college football playoffs. So, okay. with that being said, what are our chances? What do we think of, can we have a three-team SEC playoff? Could three teams from the SEC end up in the playoffs? And I want you to look at it, because right now we've got two teams, or, yeah, Tennessee is four, right? Or, they, no, excuse me, Tennessee is five, Georgia's five. one. So, yep. and then you've got LSU seventh, I believe, or something like that. So, how, yep. it, would, how it would work is Georgia... Georgia and LSU play each other in the SEC Championship. Okay? LSU beats right. Georgia. LSU is going to make a heavy bid to be into the, the playoff at that point. Two losses. One loss being to Tennessee. A tough loss. Not a tough loss. A blown out to Tennessee. The other being to FSU. But again, that's that we've, we talked about. That's that first week type of situation where it doesn't really matter. Right? People forget about it. And then you're going to have a Georgia with a one-loss team to a hot LSU team in the SEC Championship, Georgia more than likely stays. So there's your two teams. And then okay. you got Tennessee with one loss. And so now you got Tennessee with one loss. you got Morgan, or Morgan, Michigan and Ohio State who are going to play one another. One of those teams are going to have one loss. Tennessee's schedule looks way more impressive than either one of those teams. So if it's between those two, you're putting a Tennessee team in, right? So that's three spots. That fourth spot goes to TCU. Because who else would go ahead of them? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, so so look, you're going to have, uh, you know, a Georgia, Georgia, Tennessee, Georgia's already in, right? If, if they go undefeated. Um, then you have Bama, and Ole Miss is right behind them. So you get, gosh, you get, uh, if you get Tennessee in there, that's chaos. I mean, look, Tennessee. Tennessee's in a weird spot. I talked to our buddy uh, Jack. I think his name is our neighbor. I can't think of his name right now. Um, where he, <laughs> yeah, where he was like, look, he's. I talked to him just today. He's like, I kind of hope we lose to Georgia because then we don't have to play in the SC Championship. And they're gonna be looking at that as like, dang, one loss, and the one loss is to the SC Champion. And they've had a lot of great wins. How do we not put them in? Because of what's gonna happen in front of them, Michigan and Ohio State are gonna have to play each other. So one of those teams are gonna have a losses. You're not going to put a Michigan State, a one-loss Michigan or one-loss Ohio State over Tennessee. So, boom, there goes the bump. Oh, wait a second, but the winner of the Big Ten is going to be in there. So, TCU needs to lose. TCU needs to lose for three SEC teams teams to make it because then you're going to have Ohio State or Michigan, right, being one one of those spots, Georgia, and then uh, – Yeah, so, so, so the Big Ten – who are the Big Ten uh, with, with Michigan, Ohio State? That's that's clearly the, the Michigan Ohio State game. God damn, this is why college football is amazing. 
the championship game for that conference hasn't been played, but yes, it has. Ohio State and Michigan are number two, number three, respectively. And the next possible contender to play them isn't on they're, – they're, they're not on the spectrum at this point. So so what, what, what do you have? Uh, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. There is nothing from the other side. So it's just going to be clown shoes. So – it's just the the Michigan the winner. Ohio the State winner of that game, game puts, is going to be your Big Ten champion. Is in, is in, yeah, is in. Correct. And so then you have TCU, who I don't think it's slowed down. So that's one, two, three. Uh, I don't know. It, it, that's that's going to be a. It's going to be fun to see what happens here. But my gosh! And then you you have to ask whether or not a Pac ten can get in. UCLA and Southern Cal, uh, USC is eight and UCLA is nine. So, That's so the, the Pac- last game of the year, the Pac-12 is going to kind of throw throw a wrench in this too with Oregon, UCLA, and USC. That is going to the winner. If one of those teams is a one-loss team coming out of the Pac-12, that's going to put a wrench into a three-team SEC playoff. Now, I do see an automatic two teams from the SEC going in. Yeah, because because if because here's what here's what happens, right? Let's say if Tennessee Tennessee wins out, they're in. I don't see them not being in because a one loss Tennessee is better than any of those teams that we just said. They're better than a one loss Oregon with a, with a Pac-12. They're better than a one loss USC. They've proven to be better. They're better than a one one loss uh, UCLA, right? So they're going to be ahead of all those guys. They're better than a one loss Michigan Ohio State. So if they if they win out, they're in. If Georgia wins wins out. Obviously, George is going to be in, and it eliminates the entire SEC West. So those two teams, in my opinion, are automatically going to be in. Or if Georgia what, loses, what if, what if Georgia loses the SEC? Then you have Georgia. Uh, then Georgia is not going to Georgia is not going to get booted out with one loss, and then the SEC champion is going to automatically going to go in. LSU is going to easily get in, and you're not going to put again the same scenario. You're not a one loss Georgia team is not worse than any of those teams that I just mentioned. So I almost is a guarantee there's going to be two teams from the SEC being in the playoffs this year, which just seems to be kind of on par with how the, the last few years been through this. The unique situation here is that we could see three possibly, which again goes to my point of the SEC is just a powerhouse at the moment. And if if they if they sweep the floor, if we have an all SEC a championship, the rest of the teams just need, just need to go away. What the hell? <laughs> what are you talking about? This is physically impossible. How? Physically impossible. If you have three, three make it. How is that physically impossible? Oh, oh no! Oh, you mean the the, the the two teams in the championship? Correct. Oh, I thought I, I thought you meant like a four team SEC thing. Which no, 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 a three a, a championship like the final game being oh, all no, that, SEC. That's happened like like three times now, right? Not since the playoffs. The last time it happened was uh, Bama LSU. The playoffs there hasn't been. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. Georgia and Bama no, play every year. Twice. Sorry, sorry. Georgia and Bama played. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I'm saying, like, it, for this to happen again, I mean, I feel like it's been happening, obviously. And the only two teams have made it. We could see three. It's it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be – It's college football is going to be – they're going to be kind of biting their lips. And this is why I love the, the fact that we're, we're moving to 12 because it eliminates this con- – it's going to shift the conversation to the back half of the rankings, right? 15 through – 12 through 16. But I feel like one through six – all have a reasonable, you know, reason to be there right now, and that's why I like that twelve teams get to get in because you kind of get some guys that probably shouldn't be there, an opportunity to play in the big times, but the guys that obviously have earned their right 
are now going to have an automatic bid for versus right now they don't have it. So we'll, we will see. We will yeah, see. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. I, I, I can see right now a 12 Next week, some team. things are going to change. We're going to, yeah, we'll have yeah. A, a little bit but, more but, insight but, to but next a, week. A 12 team, like a Clemson is 12. You've got some, some SEC sprinkled in there. You've got some Big Ten in there. You've got some Pac-12 in there. But it just feels like to me, if you're going to do a 12 team, a playoff, that any of the Power Five conference winners, let's just say Clemson wins, even if they're 12, they're locked in, but they're, they're at like a, they're at like a four, you know, so their, their seating comes in, but they, they have to be locked in because they're in the power five and a conference winner. Sure. Uh, real quick. We got three months from Daniel Riviera says, how about them dogs? And then Rob S says, make it a 13 playoff. So Gators can get in. I totally agree. <laughs> Nine and four. Let's go Gators, baby. All right, boys, let's, let's, let's wrap it up here with, uh, obviously the, one of our favorite segments, Steve, why don't you tell them how did I do last week? Saturday oh, was game day. God. Saturday, my son was born. Good day for the kid. I don't know how I did from a pickups perspective. You know, I was quite busy. But I mean, let me know. I mean, I'm sure you're going to tell me now how I did. Look, I don't like. To, I don't like. To, I don't like to brag. I don't like, it felt like it was a good week. I could be wrong. Well, look, I knew, I knew you were stressed out. I knew you had a lot going sure, on. So sure. I so I basically took the loser of oh. every of every. Is that matchup. right? Is that right? I I, try, I I laid down. I laid down for you. Did I laid, you? I laid down okay. so that you didn't have to overthink it. Do I need to pull so, the tape? No. Nope, Do I nope, need to? Nope. Uh, nope. Okay. So All right. Shelton went eight and two. Eight Bam, and baby. two. Bam, baby. Bam, baby, bro. I called Steve guys in the middle of a Saturday after just having my kid, and I go, Steve. He goes, Yeah. He's like, How's the kid? I'm like, don't worry about that. I go, I am dialed the fuck in right now, bro. I haven't missed a game, but I was like, I don't remember every game, but I haven't missed a game. <laughs> and he goes, bro, who cares? I'm like, I haven't missed a game. <laughs> <laughs> he was right at that point, and I knew he was right, but I wasn't going to give him that credit. That's that puts me at out. 40 and 40, ladies and gentlemen. I have hit 500. Here we go, boys. Buckle up. <laughs> How did you do, Steve? <laughs> Uh, I was, uh, well, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, if you were eight and two, I was, were you two and eight? Oh no. Three and seven. Oh no. Oh, it's just, you are 32, you are 32 and 42. I'm eight wins ahead of you. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, before we move on to pick them, though, let's go ahead and give a shout out to our sponsor here today. My bookie. Great sponsorship, great partnership. Make sure you guys use them. Uh, you know sports and pick your winners all the time, so why not get paid for them at MyBookie? You go 8-2 like your boy did last Saturday. MyBookie has the biggest online selection of odds and contests for all your sports betting needs anytime, anywhere. Bet on the NFL, NCAA, or swing for the fences with the brand-new money bag. The MyBookie money bag is one-of-a-kind opportunity to spend for crazy odds on props and futures. Just place your bet, spin the wheel, and get ready to score epic odds on the best teams, athletes, and events. Sign up free today using the promo High Top, okay? And claim deposit match of any amount up to $1,000. So you put 50 bucks in, you get 50 bucks back. You're all the way up to $1,000. Easy, squeezy, little peasy. You're already betting. You're already spending all something. Go get it, baby. Again, that's promo code High Top to claim your bonus and give yourself the competitive edge. It's not just a sports book, it's a community. Bet anything, anything anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Get it, get it rocking and rolling, boys. Go put them bets down. Let's get it, baby. Bama. Let's oh, Travis it. says Bama effed up his six bet parlay. What was the what was the six legger? The surgical six, boys. I love me some surgical six. So fly says eight and two. And I pumped. Yeah, I pumped. That's impressive, right? Eight and two is pretty hot. I mean, that was a big weekend, too. 
Like that was a hell. I called the Notre oh, Dame. Was, what a hell of a weekend! I yes, picked. I was. picked Notre Dame. I lost the, the the two that I lost was one was Miami, which that was a that was a petty pick, and you yeah, even said yeah. it was. It was me just poking at you. And the other pick was the, I was shocked. The Wake Forest one, I was shocked. I picked Wake Forest, and they and they lost. So that one, I'll take a true L. The Miami one, if I was betting, I would have took. I honestly, I wouldn't have bet on the game because there's too much emotion involved. If it, if it was like a I'm putting money down, I wouldn't even bother with it. Because, again, it was just – I know that I would go pick Miami just to piss you off, and it's like, well, that's not – you shouldn't do that. And I wouldn't have had it touched it. But Wake Forest, that would have been a true – that's a true L. Lost that one. Fair I enough. was shocked. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's get this thing kicked off. Uh, oh, hold on, hold Florida on. State's- Daniel says – two bucks from Daniel says, remember when y'all said Ugga will lose to Tennessee? Clearly you haven't been on the show in a while, Daniel, because I was very adamant last weekend that – or last Wednesday that the dogs were going to roll. Okay, I was adamant about it because you picked Tennessee. Who picked Georgia? Present. Well, you you picked uh, Georgia first. I took Tennessee. Present. Just stay on the opposite side. Oh, just All take right, the L. Do, can, can, just can take we just the get L. This thing just take off? the L like your mom took it last get night. This kicked off. Oh my gosh! All right, look, uh, we're gonna pick our two top games here huh? uh, first and foremost. Okay. Go ahead. Right. She brought the kid in. Uh, so, look, uh, Florida State's right. got a little bit. Probably like 10 minutes. We're just getting to the pickums. Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. Sorry. All right. Uh, FSU is ranked. We're, we're back to 25. We are at Syracuse. At uh, Syracuse. 8 p.m. in that stupid, weird dome they have. Uh, FSU is favored by six and a half. Wow. Big game for Steve. Steve, guys. Steve's going to be on suicide watch this weekend. I can feel it already. He's running on a high for Miami. I am nervous for Steve on this one, boys. Six and a half, their favorite in Syracuse? In Syracuse. Okay, I'm, I'm, I want to stay on my hot streak. Look, I don't. I, I believe in FSU, but I think six is a lot. Uh, yeah, so six and a half. Yeah, I've got to take Syracuse. And this isn't me trolling. I, I, I just, I don't, you know, actually, you know what? I'm going to take FSU. I'm yeah. going to take FSU because I think, look, Syracuse, I, 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 I was kind of impressed, but then they've kind of fallen off a little bit. I think the, the, the juice has fallen away. And I think, I think Florida State's finding the rhythm. And I don't think six and a half is crazy. So I'm taking FSU. Yeah, I, I'm taking FSU as well. We're, we are the healthiest that we have been on the defensive line, and Miami can account for it. Uh, so let's jump to uh, South Carolina at Florida. 4 p.m. game. Uh, oh, Florida eight. is favored by eight. Go Gators. Gators, I figured. I think I don't. Um, think, so hey, real quick, I I I have wrote with them. You're gonna have to do this fast. I, I either have to take like a, a thirty second break, or <laughs> we have to do this super fast. I gotta pee. So All right, good. I don't think I missed on Florida, but like once this year. No, 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 no. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. No. Just keep. He's going. All right, he's going. All right, boys. Sorry, he's got to take a pee real quick. Uh, let's see if FSU beats us. Holly will talk so much trash. Oh, boys, you guys have no idea. If if FSU beats, he tries to stay cool. This is what he does. This is what he does. He tries to like be like, oh, like it's okay, like it's fine. But he he is emotionally not prepared for 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 the loss and for the win. He he's gonna he's gonna be a dick. He's gonna be a dick. Unfortunately. As as I might be, as I might be too, because now how the season is heating up, it, we I don't know what's gonna happen. Him and I are gonna have to talk offline. Like we gotta we gotta figure this out. It's gonna be hard not to because emotionally we're gonna be so so invested that it, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. 
Oh, what's going on here? FSU. Yeah, FSU. Yeah, I think FSU FSU covers. Okay, so Travis on his Trav on his uh surgical six had a TCU money line. Okay, Wisconsin money line, Ugamon money line, Texas money line, South Dakota State money line, it looks like. Notre Dame money line. Nice pick. And then Bama money line, 50 to win 640. Damn. That has never happened before. I actually may need uh one of Beckett's diapers. Uh, for the- uh, <laughs> I love it. All right, Ooh. let's go. Let's go. Rock and roll. All right, all right. So you, uh, so you're taking the Gators. I'll take, uh, I'll take the the Cox. <laughs> uh, just to just to be on the opposite side of the uh, the spectrum there. All right, so let's get into uh, we got a Friday night game. Colorado at number eight USC. Nine thirty game on a Friday at USC. USC is favored by thirty four. Yeah, I was like, this is going to be an obnoxious number. I hate these. I hate those. It's awful. I'll take I'll take USC though. I think they got they got if if they want any chance or opportunity, they've got to uh they've got to blow some cats out. Colorado's trash. Colorado's like one of the top 5 worst teams in the country. So. Uh, I I don't know if I've after after an entire year of watching college football. I don't know if I've seen Colorado win a game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with you. Uh, I'm going to follow that. I hate to do it. I like to be on the opposite side of things, but gosh, I just can't. Um, all right, let's see. Saturday, let's go out to the uh, to the Big Ten. Speaking of, of, of massive spreads. Oh, not my to, gosh. I was, I'm, and I'm not talking about your mom. Um, it's Indiana at number two, Ohio State. The spread is 41.5. I'm taking Indiana. That just seems outrageous. 41 and a half? You would think that a, a, an offense could get their shit together enough to get blown out. Yeah. I'm taking Indiana, I'm, without a doubt. I'll take, o, I'll take OSU just to be on the opposite side. We did this it, last I'm, week. I'm, I know, I know. It, it's fine, it's fine. Okay. Uh, I, I still – Ohio State's going to win, but, God, 41. That's, that's um, tough one. Let's go to the SEC. We have number seven, LSU at see, see, Arkansas. Good. Say it. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take LSU. They're rolling right now. What do you have, They're Arkansas? Rolling. What do you have? How many points is they, are they giving Arkansas? Uh, seven. I have three on my end. Oh no, it is three. Well, okay, we'll, we'll go with seven. I still think it doesn't matter. But uh, or- we could do three. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's three. I'm, I thought it was seven. I, I was, was like, I was saying number seven. I, oh, I oh okay. I'm taking LSU. I was like, this is it's kind of weird that Arkansas is favored by that. I mean, I know Arkansas was kind of good in the beginning, but I don't know. Not, not excuse me, not favorite, but no, they're getting L- three. LSU. They're only getting they're only yeah, getting three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that means nothing. This will be an ugly one, right? Uh, so number mom jokes are resurrecting. Liberty. Mom jokes never left, boys. They, they don't. They have never left this group. They are. They are uh-uh. relentless in this group. They get. They're usually they get a little sauce. bit more subtle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, but we're sending it. Uh, Shelly, you won. You won a game last week by uh, betting on number nineteen Liberty at UConn noon game. You like that? Liberty is. Yeah. You like you that? Did. You pulled that off. You pulled that off. I'm like, oh, my, my Kirk cousin. Uh, you like that? <laughs> how you how you like that? All right, fair enough. Uh, so number nineteen, Liberty is favored by fourteen and a half at UConn. Give me the, give me the boys. Give me at the libs. UConn. Give me the libs. You, you going to libbies? Yep. Oh, 
I, if I knew anything about UConn, I would care. But it's at UConn, you know, because of a raucous environment. <sighs> Going with Liberty. Uh, what's his face? Hugh Freeze is going to be in the SEC again at the end of this year. So, all right. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll stay out in, you know, the boring, boring Big Ten. Uh, somehow, Illinois, Illinois is in the top 25. Uh, you also picked up a win from them last week. But Purdue, not the Drew Brees Purdue, is at Illinois. Illinois is favored by six and a half. Give me Illinois. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's an Indian name. I feel like I feel like I'm like I'm a little nervous coming off of eight and two. I, I got to follow that up. Can't just you can't you can't oh. use that game. Oh, now there's pressure. Now there's pressure. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Um. All right. Um, well, look, another team that got you a W last week, Notre Dame, number 20. Number 20, Notre Dame is going at Navy. There is no at Navy. It, whatever. It just it, They have a – whatever. Uh, Notre Dame is favored by 17 away. Uh, I think Notre Dame has found their, their little, little run here. I think the boys, the boys get hot. You, you beat Syracuse, yep. then Clemson back-to-back like that. The seam's rolling, and they and they roll Clemson. It's it's showtime for the boys. Look, hey, we uh, just on this cast a few weeks ago, we were talking about whether or not their head coach was uh, on the hot on seat. What level of hot seat? Talk about on. locking it in. He heard us. You're clearly watching the high top. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's get back down to the ACC. We have Louisville at number twelve. Clemson at Clemson. Clemson is favored by seven and a half. It's a three thirty kick. No oh, night game at Clemson. Clemson just fell off the map, bro. What time is the kickoff? Three thirty. A night game at Clemson is is hard to win in. I'm taking Clemson seven. Yeah, I'll take Clemson. God, coming off a loss, they're just gonna have to prove something. It's like it's like that. It's when Bama played Mississippi State after losing. It's the same. It's yes, not gonna be it, fun. It, it, and for some odd reason, poor Mississippi State has always been the the team that they had to play after they lost. Like, no, come on. Like, just win the game before us. I'm going to take Clemson as well. I can't see yep. taking the opposite side of the spectrum, just hoping to to be dynamic. Now, look, we might be looking at one of the, We said this last week. We might be looking at another one of the top matchups in the SEC. Number 10. Alabama, Alabama going to Alabama going to Ole Miss number eleven a three thirty CBS game. You're gonna get all the all the the Gary Daniels and all the the CBS like beautifulness that comes with college football. Alabama going to Ole Miss. Alabama is favored by twelve and a half. What do you got? I'm gonna take. Old Miss. Give me the hoodie tutties. Give me the yeah. hoodie tutties to get it done. I'm gonna, I'm, the I'm end gonna, of I'm the, the end of Bama is here, boys. This could nah. be it. It could end now. Lane, the Lane train is all oh, aboard, if he baby. Gets this win. If he gets this win, because he did it to him before. He did it to him before. Him. Uh, yeah, with Alabama, he just, he just got under his skin. Uh, all right. 
Where are we at here? Uh, UCF Tulane matchup, boys. You, no, I'm I've, I've got right myself. now. Sorry. Yeah, you are. You are. I, I don't even have the Tulane game on here. Hold on. I might. Uh, oh, next up, we're going to the game that nobody will watch, but there's a huge spread, so it may made it make it fun. I've got Nebraska at number at number three, Michigan. They're actually doing something other than a noon kickoff of Michigan at Michigan 330. Michigan is favored by 29. I hate these games. <laughs> give me give me Nebraska. You taking the brasks? They they have honestly looked better <laughs> since they made a change. Uh, I'll take Michigan. Every, every time I've picked against Michigan, uh, That's a tough one. to not cover a spread, they they've made me look like a Perry Clown juice. So, um, another game that nobody gives a crap about in the Big Ten: Maryland at Penn State. Another three thirty kickoff. I don't know how this is happening on a regular basis, but uh, Maryland at Penn State. Penn State favored by twelve. Three thirty. Oh, I'll take. uh, I'll I'll jump in on this one. You jumped on the last one. I'll 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 take Penn State to to win and cover. Yeah, I'm thinking so too. I think Penn State needs to find back their groove and get things done. So I'm taking Penn State as well. All right, deal. I don't. don't Let's do the UCF and Tulane since you don't have it. I've got uh, UCF 23 at 17 Tulane. Tulane's favored by one and a half. UCF and Tulane. Where is it? It's at Tulane. It's a raucous environment. Um, I'll take UCF. I'll take. I'll take. I'll take the ways. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take the title ways. Pick the green wave. I pick the green wave. <laughs> uh. All right. Too late. All right. So where did I leave off? God, there's after what we went through last weekend with the, with these picks. The, these are these are difficult. These are let's difficult. Do, let's, just do um, let's do TCU Tech. Let's do TCU Texas, Washington, and Oregon, and then uh, we'll call it. We'll call TCU, it uh, TCU Tech. All right, so we have number four TCU at Texas, seven thirty game. That's an eight thirty game for everybody over here on the East Coast. Because let's be honest, why, why would you live in the West Coast or in the in the Central? Uh, so number four at number eighteen. However. Texas is favored by seven in a night game. Who you got, Shelly? That's going to be an incredible game. I don't know why I'm so dark all of a sudden. Um, two weeks ago, I was a Hookums all day. I was a Quinn Ewers boy. I with the mullet was flowing. I was I was Sar- Sarkeesian, born and bred. Mm-hmm. The Horn Frogs have looked good. Okay, mm-hmm. the purple looks stunning out there on the field, and. Uh, I gotta go hook up, boys. The, the mullet never dies, baby. The mullet never dies. Golly. that's isn't that the same like logo, the, the same hand motion that, that Texas makes? Look, I like Syracuse. That's what I picked. Sacred I picked Texas. Turkey. That's why I had to hook them. Oh, I, I thought, but you put it on your head, so I thought that was like a. That's, a, that's a the horns. Horn that's. I mean, that's fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so you're taking Texas. Um. Look, I, you find me somebody who can slow TCU down. There's a reason they're number four. I understand it's at Texas. I don't care. Um, I'm taking TCU. Uh, I, I, this I've, is an emotional I've, pick for me. Is it? 
What, a little because bit. You, you bought in for Texas all year? Yeah, but it is what it is. All right, so then I've got Oregon and Washington, Washington, Oregon. Yeah. So we have number 24, Washington. Uh, let's go out to the oh, – oh, so this is our sleepy time game. This is a, a game that I tell everybody. No, it's at 7. This is that's the 7. Game. Yeah. That's – it's not sleepy time. It's at seven. Seven seven p.m. Our, oh oh oh. Yeah. Right. So that's like a three thirty game for us. No, it's seven uh, our time. Three thirty game for three thirty yes. game for them. Yes. This is yes. like their version of a three thirty game. Yes. All right. So we have number twenty four Washington at number six Oregon. Oregon has been they have been through the ringer this year. Can 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 we at least give Oregon a little credit for for one hell of a football season between. They've played BYU. They've played. They 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 have played one hell. Georgia, of a BYU, schedule. UCLA, uh, Washington. I mean, Washington State's okay, but yeah, they played. They played a hell of a schedule. You see what I mean? Now they, Washington they, they just keep giving us. Yeah, they play Washington's Utah. Number they play Utah next week. Yeah, and they could play. They could, hey, we we get we give the Pac-12 a hard time all the time. Tough for schedule. Not playing tough a schedule. schedule. Yeah, but that's a hell of a schedule for Oregon. All right, who you got? I gotta take. I gotta take Bo Nix and the boys. I think they gotta. They gotta go out there and, and handle biz. So taking the All right. boys. All right. So you're taking the Oregonians. Um. Look, I don't hate the pick. I do think that the uh, the Oregon wins. Uh, Nix has played his his ass off this year. Um. Uh, but I'll I'll go with. Uh, gosh, I'll go with the visitors to to keep it close. Okay, they're gonna cover. I'll take that. They'll take, get, taking the points. Yeah, I did. Boys and girls, bring me the bring me the golden the golden nugget. The man's here, boys. Beckett, Tiger, Walker. Look at that kid. You can't teach that, boys. Okay, I make some sexy babies. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, you thank have you. One sexy baby. You don't know if you make sexy babies. You made you made a good one. Yeah. One for one. It's all that matters. Boys That's and girls, <laughs> ladies and gents, thank you guys as always for stopping by, hanging out. Appreciate the guys that donated and showed your love and support. We'll see you Saturday for the watch party. That gets gonna get buck nasty. He might he might throw back a few boozies. Might get butt naked. Who knows? We'll see. Thank you guys for love and support and for for showing Beckett Tiger some love. We'll see this man in the master one day. Until next time, boys and girls, I'm Shum. And I'm Holly. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Hi, guys.